0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Op Is Op, the podcast where we go through the One Piece universe front to back. I, as always, am the super rookie holding this L. Jacob, join my co-host and super veteran, <laughs> the flag bearer, Justin. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry, <I> could... <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. I'm accepting it, the L.
1: An L to hold. It is an L. This week, everyone, welcome back. We are talking about chapter 1057, as well as just a few topics from 1056 that we. Want to discuss a little more or kind of failed to discuss last week. Or in our last episode.
0: Yeah, we can do 1056 real quick. Or, like, just the other loose topics. Just real quick. If you want. Because the three... uh, One of them could actually easily transition to 1057 and on. The other two are more like little tidbits that I feel like are important to mention. Um, Ancient Wano is... The theory right now is Ancient Wano is likely a part of the Ancient Lost Kingdom, Lost of the Void. Because when we were told about Ancient Wano, it was underwater 800 years ago convenient timetable so Didn't we
1: briefly mentioned I, I, I
0: think so but i'm getting mixed up as well with like the twitter and the discord because we talked with a lot of people during these last couple yeah, chapters yeah. so this case i feel like if anything that's why we're making it brief here there's the possibility that wano could have been a part of that kingdom or at least an ally and they got shafted because obviously they lost
1: in the void um what we did mention though and i think ties into this theory a little bit is uh the similarity between Wano and Alabasta or Arabasta I guess and how they both had like guardian spirits devil mm-hmm. fruits. So yeah. I wonder if maybe like those guardian devil fruits were maybe they are in locations where ancient weapons are present or they're meant to protect ancient weapons. That's guardian or at least of.
0: information about them. Yeah. At least information because Arabasta had information about the Pluton.
1: Right. Maybe so, if there's some relation and that does, I think, link the two even stronger. So Yeah. I think I think so, it's it's pretty much confirmed that I Wano think so. Was yeah, of the last
0: just game. not directly word for word, as we had that plot dump. It wasn't just told to us directly that Wano used to be a part of the ancient void kingdom. It's like we haven't told that specifically, but we can basically wrap that up. Um but we wanted to bring that out in the open. Um a possible motivation for the future, another topic is Captain Kidd, he mentioned um, or at least uh, I think it was. What's his henchman's name again? Sorry, his first mate, Killer. Killer, thank you. I think Killer mentioned about uh chasing after a lead, and then Kid mentioned, "Oh, do you mean the man with a scar shaped like fire?" Like it was really. I think it's, I think it's
1: backwards. I think you're right. The first time, I think Killer mentioned Kid. the lead, and Kid. I think Kid's dumb, dumber. Than Kid. <laughs> so Kid's the one and that he, gave it away, right? That oh, okay, yeah. By flames, and then Luffy's like, huh?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, because that would reveal was Luffy reacted, like, what does he mean by that? But then you see Law looking down and, like, trying to look away, like, even, like, cut like his, like, eyes are a cover in shadows. And then you see Robin looking like she might know who that what they're talking about or have an idea, but she had a question mark. And I wonder who this character could be, like, if it's someone we know. And I'm thinking, who do we know that have, like, weird scars made by fire or shaped like fire? And I'm thinking of either Sabo or Okiji, right, the Admiral or the Revolutionary Army character. Mm-hmm. or even just someone else brand new that could I've be like a lot LF. of
1: people speculating sabo and i just don't get that at all i, I don't think see that either was implying sabo in any way shape or form
0: yeah because again the line was very specific it was the scar shaped like fire like
1: bro he's, he's literally only been like a flame associated for like two months like a month yeah tops, emperor
0: right? of the flame yeah so this sounds like because, again, it, when Oda gives us a detail like Scar shaped like fire, it's going to be a new character with literally a burn mark on his chest or face or something that's going to look something, like.
1: Or the hair is going to look like fire yeah, or something Yeah, it's going to look expecting.
0: like the Fire Nation emblem from Avatar. It's not going to be a
1: character Avatar. that literally <laughs> uses fire.
0: Yeah, it's going to be the Fire Nation <laughs> yeah, yeah, emblem from Avatar. But, I don't
1: think it's top of. I'm it. I'm like 98% won't, sure. Yeah,
0: it won't be subtle at all. It'll be very obvious. But either way, that's the lead we got. So keep an eye out for any new character. That has a convenient scar shaped like an element. And you go, oh, that's who Kid and Killer were looking for or talking about. Because apparently they have a lead that that character might be important to maybe the last Poneglyph or whatever they're looking for. So keep an eye out for that. And what could definitely be a topic later on in this episode as well is, as of last chapter, 1056, uh, Carrot was made the leader of the Minx. And how she got very... She wasn't very...
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Let's talk about that. She does <sighs> okay. not seem to want this position. She does not. I think She's... we all agree, or at least we, Jacob and I, agree yeah. that it is a little weird that she was offered this position in the first Considering... place. That's another of the, the strange things I think has happened lately.
0: Considering how really hard she was shafted in Wano, where she and, Wano, uh, she and Wanda had like that glow up of like, about to fight Paris Barrow. And then they, they both got defeated lost. off. They got defeated off camera because Paris just blocked out the moon, and I'm like, "Oh, right, gimmicky, very convenient power up." That really sucks because i I made it very I made it clear at Whole Cake Island or even Awano I'm not the biggest carrot fan, but I can see why people would like her. But at the same time, I can see this and goes, "This is really, <laughs> this is really shitty of just sidelining this character super hard, especially yeah, after she you ma- got
1: chopper." <laughs> yeah, sucks.
0: even worse. Um, Because ever since you mentioned the whole cake on people were theorizing care could be the next straw hat and I go I never saw that but looking back on it, I go you know what I can see some potential in there I could see like where the, the fun and theories could come see, in. There,
1: I can also see why people thought that.
0: Yeah. Especially and, right now. And it, but it's almost like Oda picked up on that and was like oh hell no I'm going to sideline this character super fucking hard and give people no hope that this character has any agency or any desire to join the crew. And yet, it's still vague enough and unclear that as of the next chapter 1050 yet that hasn't come out yet, she
1: could be stowed away again. So here's <laughs> here's where I'm at, everyone. Yeah. Everyone that's been following along, listening to every episode knows that I, I was feeling that Yamato was not going to join, which yeah. does take us up to current chapter now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so that is true, as we all I, know. Yeah. I'm better and, and nowhere in in either of these chapters do we see carrot. No, we don't. Which is just would be extremely weird. I think. Yeah. I think there's a very very small chance that Oda forgot to draw her when people were waving goodbye or in all of this.
0: Yeah, and, and then, then Oda she just went she full shadow. Is on their ship. Yeah, Oda was just like, no, I just outlined her super hard. We're not seeing her again <laughs> until the I'm, final I'm still
1: not saying she's like gonna join as a bait and switch. But mm-hmm. I do think she's on the Sunny, and she's going to be in the next Dark.
0: Yeah, because, again, nothing's wrong with Carrot, but I just never saw her as, like, its huge mainline character. Like, if we had a Straw Hat ranking list, and if I were to include all the honorary members, she would be near the bottom for me. Not at the very, very bottom, but near the bottom. Because, yeah, she's cute, but I don't see a lot of agency with her character. I don't see a lot of, like, intriguing um, potential storytelling. Yeah, I would you like cool. to see
1: the, like, the the will of Pedro being left behind as some more agency in carrot if I wanted yeah. to, to get more attached to her.
0: Yeah, you could Oda can still sell me and sell us uh, so that carrot could be a joint could join the crew, but expand I was say, on that. I will yeah. agree
1: that Since I do think she's going to be included in the next arc, that does increase the likelihood that she may join in my head.
0: Yeah, but it needs to be a lot of work. Because after all, as Oda made clear time and time again, that this is going to be the final saga of One Piece. So now we have a ticking time clock. We no longer have this like, oh, we can just wait for another 500 chapters and then that thing will happen. Now it's like, okay, we're wrapping things up. And Oda wants to do this, in his words, in about three three years. So... Now, if you want any more development with your characters, you're going to have a lot more limited time. And that's what's worrying me.
1: I can see why people are concerned with that statement coupled with, you know, wrap ups like this. Well, when we get a chapter like this, that wraps it up kind of clunkily.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's where my concerns come in, because I was thinking if Odo was true and he wants to wrap it up in three years, then that's why I was more even more cemented that Yamato would join. Because, yeah, don't waste any time. Yamato joins the crew. Accelerate to what I was hoping for. Again, the Eni's lobby for Yamato and hopefully Sanji. Maybe another Straw Hat. We'll get their character developments going on. Get their growths in. And then we sail to Lodestar. We sail to Laugh Tale. Then we sail to One Piece. Right? Or Elbath. Somewhere thrown in the mix. Um, And then, obviously, don't make them 150 chapters each, obviously. But... Now that that's not there, now it seems like, okay, so maybe are we still going to have the Sanji thing? Because he's still on his growth path. What about Zoro? We were teased about his connections with Wano, and then suddenly we don't anymore? Like, there was never any moment yeah. where he visited the grave? He never paid his respects to Ryuma? Or anyone told him that he looked like the other <laughs> ancient swordsman? That seemed to be sidelined? There's all these concerns now where these character-centered storylines... I'm now getting worried. Are they going to have time to breathe? Are they going to have time to grow? And that cements also why I'm still bitter about (laughs) Yamato not joining because I'm like, like, hey, things are on a timescale, man. We got to keep things going and quick. And now that Yamato has been VV'd and now it's like, I guess we're not going to get that treatment. Like if Yamato does join later, like, you know, pull a Jinbei, right? And join later. It's going to be much closer to the end. Which means less screen time, less development right. we're
1: not even really gonna have time to get to know Yamato, I think yeah,
0: and if Oda decides to do that with carrot instead, then that's where I guess this is where a good transition as we're talking to the, about the Yamato situation right now is if Oda decides to do it with carrot, then why he spend so much time actively sidelining carrot and then hammering in Yamato's gonna join only for off screen Yamato to change his mind to stay on Wano after presenting it to us the readers for sixty chapters he's gonna join and no and no pushback either from Luffy or some of the crew were like, what, really? But half the crew were like, oh yeah, sure, and then only Jinbei was like, as long as the captain says fine, it's fine. And then obviously Luffy being Luffy, you never felt like Luffy was gonna say, hell no, unless for a good reason. So
1: I mean, I did feel that when Luffy and Yamato met and Yamato said they were gonna join for sure, Luffy didn't say yes. Right? Yeah, he had a question
0: mark above his head, he but was, I was like, mm? He had and a that, very similar...
1: that does kind of give you pause, right? Because oh, normally, uh, if someone that Luffy second. was even a little bit interested in, or he knew him at all, wanted to join, they were like, hey, can I join? He'd be like, hell yeah. Or like, sure, sure you know, what, let's go. But he was like, hmm.
0: Well, to be fair, the first impression was him literally grabbing Luffy and running with him, so it was in the middle of a fight, so it was like kind of like in the hectic in the moment. And then slowly over time, when Yamato was trying to explain his weird, very weird circumstances, where he's like, I am actually Kazuki Odin, but I'm also Kaido-san. Also, I have these cuffs on my wrist.
1: <laughs> so, it was just like, I just, what? I'm just saying <laughs> I do think that there were, like, a lot of hints and kind of, like, of little pieces around implying that it wasn't a sure thing.
0: Yeah, but and I'm also... I, I, I feel it's like, also, yeah,
1: there is a wrap-up that Yamato needs. Otherwise, they're kind of... They were just yeah. kind of... A, pointless right yeah so
0: i think that's where we're coming from is you're talking about the objective certainty in the writing where it's like there was never a moment because yeah when luffy wants to welcome someone he goes without a doubt yes you are on my ship like the most unclear i think was ever was robin when she first joined at the end of arabasto because luffy also was like what you're here or like what you want to do that but then eventually he just goes yeah you're okay you're on the ship right it was a very clear objective yes you're on the ship or even with other characters like oh we're gonna we need a carpenter we need a navigator, we need a cook, right? There was always that very clear declaration, we need this person. Oh, you yeah. fit the bill, you're on the ship, right? Uh, another spontaneous addition was Jinbei, right? Where he after Jinbei donated some of his blood to keep, to keep Luffy alive, and then J- <laughs> Luffy at the end of Fishman Island goes, you're totally got to join the ship, dude. <laughs> In this case with Yamato, what I'm, get, what I'm trying to get where you're saying is Luffy never said, I want you, Kazuki Odin or Yamato, I want you on my ship. Therefore, that part was never the confirmation. So I can see that. However, in terms of presentation, in terms of build-up, Oda was really, really hammering it in, get hype for the, the new tallest member of the crew, right? So, also just fun character, fun possibilities, mentioned it over and over again, broken record, I know, sorry. So, that's why it just hits so much more... Bitter, combined with again with the fact that
1: yeah, I I do kind of fundamentally time. disagree with you here. I don't think mm-hmm. that Yamato saying it only Yamato, like saying I'm gonna join, is hammering it in. I guess that's why it doesn't you know bother me as much. Yeah, it just it's just done it over and over again because like all the features of a crew member like about to join are we still kind of not there. Like yeah, Yamato is sick, like super dope, mm-hmm. but besides that and saying they're gonna join, what is the reason?
0: they would join? Uh, narrative reasons? You know, or uh, connections. like, I don't
1: know. It's like, it kind of... People, I hate to, like, make that argument, but people did also mention that as far as a power balance, Yamato would be a little weird in the Straw Hats. I didn't care about that. Which, Are you talking that about, like, some, wings? I think that's something right. Oda considers in the long run, though.
0: Are you talking about the left and right hands of the captain? Uh, yeah, Zora and then, Sonji? like, who
1: does like who does Yamato fight in Blackbeard's crew? Is there a parallel? Things like that. Et cetera, yeah. et cetera.
0: I didn't really look into it uh from that perspective. I just saw it again from like a writer's presentation of like if you're teasing and building up so much, especially with the backstory with Yamato's connection with Ace, right? That's the literal personal connection to why Luffy should want Yamato to join, but obviously we didn't get that. And that's what you're saying. We didn't get yeah, see, that. I don't
1: I I liked that part, but I don't think just being Ace's friend is enough for Luffy to warrant an invitation.
0: Yeah. You have the like, whole... like
1: I don't think Deuce is gonna show up in the story. That's uh, that was Ace's first mate, for the record. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna show up in the story and, and join the Straw Hats. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's Ace's best friend, probably.
0: Oh yeah, but I'm talking about not just the connection with Ace, but the whole theme of being free, right? Being able to explore the seas, which Carrot has too. But also, like you're not you're you're not your father, right? That was a connection Yamato yeah, had with uh Ace, and also Luffy as well. You're not your your offspring, right? You are who you choose to be. But then the conflict was Yamato choosing to be someone else, right? Kazuki Odin, And that's why I was really hammering Mm -hmm. into the potential of the identity plotline, right? And you can go along side by side with Sanji with that, because he was going that similar theme, but different perspective. So that's why I was really excited for the possibilities. And me, alongside with a lot of other fans of One Piece, just felt completely blindsided when 1057 hit, and then (laughs) Yamato just goes... Yeah, I'm not joining, but then seemed very confident about it. There was no like yeah, emotional I, I turmoil.
1: I or what I was expecting, and I think the way to that I to thought it this. was going to wrap up was that. Uh, go I on think talk. all we all I needed is what I'll say to really make Yamato's storyline like better and like for me was in this chapter at some point or last chapter. Yamato to say, like, rather than being Odin, they want to, they realize they want to be like Odin, right? And say, yeah. and then realize that Odin made a mistake by leaving. And yeah, exactly. With this encounter with Green Bull, maybe Yamato then decides, like, I want to be like Odin, but I'm going to successfully defend Wano. Yeah. That's so, all you that's, need. That's all and, I needed.
0: And that's what I definitely saw, too, because I, this was a chapter I definitely wanted to get a lot of input from other people as well. I did run into that as well, and I do agree that that could have been another potential storyline. I didn't want this, but this could have worked as well. What you just brought up, where Yamato has the character development of going, yeah, maybe obsessing over this person step by step isn't the best path. And I'm going to because- show some agency by saying, yeah, Wano is under attack. I have this power. I can use it to help Momonosuke as he's learning to master his own power. Stick around, help protect Wano. I'll explore the area as well, right? Because yeah. after all, I was on Oda. Yamato for idolizes my entire life.
1: Odin. And yeah. because of that, they kind of ignore the fact that him leaving is the reason that Kaido destroyed. Yeah, Wano. came into power. Yeah. That's and the reason this happened. Wano got because he went exactly. he wanted to go on his adventure and didn't care about anyone else.
0: Yeah, so that's why I understand that perspective completely. My biggest problem, as we mentioned this in the pre-recording, my biggest, biggest problem, and I think we agree on this part, is this end of Act Three was completely rushed. These last six chapters felt like they were going way too fast and trying to get the crew off of Wano. It to me on a fourth wall level, it's almost screams burnout, right? Like Oda himself was tired of being at Wano, a hundred fifty yeah. almost chapters. Like
1: I said, I definitely don't disagree that the wrap up is way too quick and it feels mm-hmm. clunky, and a lot of stuff I would have liked to see that we didn't yeah. see. I think because... four to five extra chapters is what we were both expecting.
0: Yeah, uh, I actually wrote it down here where. These last six chapters, it feels like we got a beginning. Like, and it, where where it, are we
1: at as a volume? I think we're five chapters, six chapters away from the end of the volume. So that would yeah. made total sense or, for me for that to be all Wano.
0: Yeah. So if anything, actually, now that you bring that up, that could mean the next arc could be a, a mini arc, like a five chapter mini arc. So maybe yeah, that could maybe actually be, be around
1: the, the world kind of thing.
0: Yeah, like a a real post Wano, but it focuses on the worldwide events, like a another reverie kind of thing. Um. But, yeah, my issue was, because you could convince me, like, again, because I can theorize and have these hopes and uh, possibilities of, like, storylines in the future. But if you can show me something else, just give me the buildup, give me the decisions, right? Give me the writing. And I go, okay, it's not what I expected, but I can, I'm convinced now, right? I've converted to this. I dropped my possibilities here, and I've liked this. But because we just skipped from... Literally like chapter 1054 of like Momonosuke considering Yamato as like a straw hat and telling him not to fight because he wants to show off his strength to Green Bull to also Yamato going, I'm going to stay without any actual interactions with Yamato and the crew or Mm. Yamato with Momonosuke more so to see this development in Yamato's mind of like, okay, I want to personally still want to go to sea, but maybe now is not the best time. Just like how Momonosuke says, maybe now is not the best time yeah. to drop the borders, right? To op- Sorry, to open the borders of Wano. Maybe there is uh, strength in patience. Something like that. There's no development agency that we see from that perspective, and therefore this feels completely rushed, and it feels unearned. It doesn't yeah, feel like it, development.
1: it does feel like with a little bit of... If you'd been like planning this a little bit sooner, they could have been wrapped up just a lot better. Right? Uh, absolutely. You could have cut out maybe like Half the panels of of Yamato talking about wanting to join the Straw Hats and, and include make, make it yeah, make it more finish vague. Wrapping this up and make it, I think yeah. you know, good. But I also Obviously. understand that that's really like fucking hard to do as you're going along. Yeah, <laughs> weekly. Yeah, that,
0: that's why. So, you that's know, why you need happens. those. Yeah, that's that's why <laughs> I understand that. exactly. So that's why. Um, I was gonna say the the post Wano section, if you consider post Wano to be after Momonosuke declares to be the new Shogun, right? We get that civilization moment um if that's supposed to be post one of only six chapters it feels like we got a beginning which was the celebration right the festival and the end which was the straw hats taken off i feel like we're missing the middle which was like you said about five chapters so this right. should have been about 11 chapters 12 chapters total to fill up that less the rest of that volume so to speak that fourth wall reasoning um but that's why I just feel like it's so weird. And it feels so, so rushed because I was so certain.
1: In this chapter that uh, I think was maybe a little strange thematically or could be interpreted strangely was the ending of uh, like the the play. And the ending, oh, yeah. Uh, the Hiyori line. How did you feel about it, that? The line so, officially translated or in the official translation as Kurozumi was born to burn.
0: Yeah, I felt like that was still a little too on the nose because I feel like. uh, Sorry, on the nose. That's not the right expression. I feel like that was a little too aggressive compared to, like, what I guess was, like, the ongoing themes of One Piece, where it's always about, like, oh, it's about, like, going back to restoring things to peace, right? If anything, it would have been more appropriate to be, like, not focusing on Orochi dying, but more also, like, oh, the Kazukis have returned, we can return one of back to peace and prosperity. But instead, it came across as, you know, Orochi was born to burn, and it was like, okay, we're going Game of Thrones, I think I okay. would have
1: liked it more if she had said Orochi. And yeah, even, though I, because... even though I understand that Kurozumi is a pun, like, yeah, for a, the... kind of like a charcoal, like was born yeah. to burn.
0: So I thought that's why you and, wanted to And it's to also that. like
1: a pretty sick burn, as the shout out back to Odin. Oh, I see what you did there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a second. I, yeah, I yeah, had to wait. I was like, huh? yeah, 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 but yeah, totally. yeah, totally. As the shout out back to Odin, I think it works especially well. And mm. I, I didn't get super like upset about it because it wasn't true. Yeah, like, he already didn't say that. <laughs> but I also <laughs> understand that people in Wano don't know that, and for that to be the the narrative is a little, like, it does seem a little anti One Piece theme, right? Yeah,
0: it, a little too heavy on the Game of Thrones, especially before the official version came out, because the original Scans translations from TCB, it, I think the line was more so the Kurosumi were born to burn. Like, it was plural, like, the entire family kind of thing. I'm just like, okay, now you're going full, like, like, Denier, like, you're you're going full Khaleesi right now. Okay, you need to chill. And then the official transition came out, and it was like, it was more about Orochi, but then I saw the problem of, like, why are you focusing on Orochi passing away, not, you know, your family returning to power, things returning back to normal, things becoming peaceful again. So, that part, I was just a little thrown aback by. I didn't expect that, but I I don't know. I guess already just wanted to put on a, a, a dramatic play, I guess. Um... But, yeah, that was just a, a strange way to conclude that section of the story, to, in my opinion. I agree. Um, I feel like I want to say one more thing about the Yamato thing, because obviously I'm very bitter about it. Um not tell. For ber- yeah. Um, oh, another thing, too, is I mean, we mentioned it briefly about, like, the time restraints, right? So if Oda was serious, we have less time with Yamato, and also with Carrot, unless Carrot's going to yeah, be in the if, next Yeah, if
1: Yamato actually does come back around later and rejoin.
0: Yeah. Or so, even
1: Keenamon or, or right, someone. He he's yeah. extended the invitation to Momo, Kinemon, and Yamato.
0: Yeah, so we now have four honorary straw hats that aren't on the ship, right? And Luffy's... In basically, the terms of, like, the One Piece fandom, I guess, because, you know, Vivi's... First ever
1: sc- honorary straw hat ranking number. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because um, Vivi was the first, right? Where she's not sailing with the crew, but she earned her place on the crew. Yeah, totally. And then, as of Wano, Luffy does that again, but it's to, as you said, Kinemon, Momonosuke, Man, and
1: honestly. Yamato. I hate to be that guy, but I don't know if I could even put Yamato up there with with those others as an honorary straw hat. Like, you know what I mean? She only she doesn't even know any of them, like the way that Keenam and Momo do.
0: Well, yeah, that's like the V as well. That. I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know if I I would put her on the same tier. Uh, I do it's personally, different. just for, like they yeah, for personal the other reasons. Three, <laughs> they have like a relationship with the crew. It's like the yeah. straw hats are a family, right? So that's how you an honorary straw hat's like an a, an extended family member. Yeah. You feel like Yamato is an extended family member to the whole crew? Could be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't.
0: Yeah, I know. Um my issue only was just because I don't see Momonosuke or Kinemon at ever potentially joining at all, just because I feel like they are. I, tied I don't auto. either,
1: but I like I do see them as kind of like family because they've been with us for so long. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I and I did say the same with Vivi as well, but with the recent events of the Reverie, now it's like, I think she's free. <laughs> yeah, dude, it I,
1: came back around, right? Vivi, Vivi's yeah. coming home, baby. I'm still, I'm still
0: waiting for our crackpot theory of Vivi just appearing of I love of Vivi thin so air. much,
1: man. I'm gonna be so <laughs> excited if she joins.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting for our crackpot theory to happen next chapter, or like sometime next arc, where she just appears out oh, of thin I'm air with the Paw, just landing on the ship, because originally they were just gonna send her to somewhere safe, like, oh, go to Marco's territory, right? Because maybe some, Marco had like, some connection with the revolutionaries or some shit. Some unknown information we don't know. And then she happens to get there at the same time as the Straw Hats. And then we get the whole truth. And then the mini arc ends. And then all of a sudden, Oda was like, Vivi was the 10th Straw Hat the whole time, baby. All we know for
1: <laughs> sure is, whatever happens from this point on in the story is all because Luffy drew the short straw. Yeah. Against Kid and... <laughs> uh, or against Kid. Yeah, Kid and Law, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's the thing, too, is predicting uh, where they're going to go next, because they didn't say the name of the next location. We actually genuinely don't know. The prediction is obviously Elbaf at some point, but theories have pointed out that possibly Kid or Law is going to Elbaf. I forget the reasons why for the theory. And then the more likelihood that Luffy and crew are going to go to some place smaller, maybe it's the place Marco was at at the beginning of Wano, um, like the, the Whitebeard Territory. And maybe like, that could be, like, your five-chapter closure of, like, maybe we can visit, like, the graves of Whitebeard and Ace, right? Get get your your interaction time that we didn't get. Because, as we mentioned, the end of Wano seemed pretty damn rushed. You could spend this time yeah. not having a five- Speaking fight, of the also, end of Wano
1: being rushed, yeah. where is Marco?
0: Yeah, that's nothing. So, obviously, <laughs> What happened to Marco? Yeah, so thank you for actually that transition. So, obviously, I'm very bitter about how Oda's treating the Yamato situation, it could work out in the future, but right now I'm not a fan of it. However, we can address these other problems that Wano still has open ends, right? I'm not talking about, like, the rocks pirates, right? That can clearly be later on, right? In its own arc. I'm talking about, as you mentioned, where the hell is Marco? Where the hell is Kaido?
1: (laughs) Where the hell is (laughs) is Big Mom?
0: Where the hell is Big Mom and Kaido? Are they still, like, in the lava? I think I'm pretty sure they were blasting off again when it erupted, and we'll see them in the final battle, I guess. Lodestar, I don't know. I still think they're alive and they'll be back. That the way that they were wrapped up was way too inconclusive in Shonen One Piece terms. I feel like they'll be back at some point. Um, I'm still pissed about Marco just not being there at all. He wasn't there for the final picture at the end, right? With all the, the scabbards and Yamato being there, he wasn't there. So even though he went to Wano to assist Luffy and wanted to talk to Luffy, I think Luffy wanted to talk to him too. Um, and I guess we're not doing that. I guess <laughs> again that that again that could be next arc. I don't know, but again, no Marco. Um, Zoro's origins—we Oh, we mentioned this in the pre-recording—Zoro's origins being really rushed, where they dropped the possible bombshell that Zoro might be related to this legendary swordsman. They man. never can
1: even confirmed if it was... Right, if he was or not, or yeah, it what exactly not confirmed. his connection is, whether or not Zoro himself is actually from Wano. Only Zoro that he never was from an island that Wano people settled on.
0: Yeah. And in yeah,
1: that it was it was totally like vague there.
0: Yeah, not to mention in like in the imaginary five chapters that we're imagining that was missing in post Wano. Um, there's never a moment where Zoro like visited the grave of Ryuma, right? The swordsman that he defeated back at Thriller Bark. Right, that's his name? Ryuma?
1: Yeah. People I saw people talking about that as well and I I didn't personally think that was, like, a necessity.
0: I mean, it could have been a small thing to lead to the origins of Zoro. That's why I was right. thinking of.
1: Yeah. Right. It, it, if you're going to do like that, you could have started the chapter with him there, right?
0: Yeah, just, a, just an excuse. And then you could say the reason why Zoro wanted the grave is not because of respect, but because he wanted to see the sword. <laughs> he wanted to confirm <laughs>
1: that it was there. Um, oh. A, yeah, a so he could sp- the Shustui once and for all. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, a small thing as well that I just reminded of. Zoro never got to look at or use the sword Luffy used at the beginning of Wano. The yeah, other... that
1: was the thread kind of set up that like there was something that... about that sword. Yeah. Because right? he's so... like, Yeah, hey, I really want to see that. Let me see yeah. it. But never came back around.
0: And that's the one I don't mind them not addressing, because to me that's just Zoro missing on being nerdy over another yeah. sword. Yeah,
1: I would have liked to see it come back around, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, you forgot it, what a plot hole.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um we mentioned it about uh Oh, Big Mom's crew. I think it was mentioned in 1053 that maybe they were fighting the world government fleet, but that was off-screen as well. That was kind of fucked up. (laughs) Because (laughs) in the whole, that was already pretty bloated raid on Onigashima, we didn't really get to see the Big Mom pirates. We saw Big Mom, we saw Parasparo, and I think that's it for her crew. Because everyone else was, like, stuck at the waterfall, or, like, stuck uh, at port. (laughs) They couldn't exactly get in. So... I guess they just fought off, and also the thing too. What about the world government fleet? Are they there? Do they piss away? What what happened? Are, are they still there? Because the the borders are still closed, right? So they can't get in through traditional means, right? But are the ships still there? Are they actually gone? Again, you know, I, real quick
1: before we yeah. move completely away from this whole disordered topic.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. People
1: <laughs> haven't talked about this for a really, really long time, and I did tend to agree. I'm talking like fifteen years or so. Oh, damn. About Zoro keeps on picking up these swords, and some of them are cursed, and some of them have, like, big histories, and there's, like, supposedly super powerful swords, right? Yeah. But at what point, especially after we've seen Enma, which was, like, a literal power-up. A literal sentient At <laughs> what point does, do we lose the Zoro here? Like, I'm not necessarily, I'm saying, like, the theory has been for a while that we wanted Zoro to pick up his own sword, like, just a sword and make it his own sword. Or make, you know, like, make the legend.
0: Yeah, because the sword that he uses in his mouth is Queen's, right? And then now we have another major one, Enma, right? And now Odin's. he's
1: using with what, shit. What's his third sword now? He's using Enma, and what's the other one?
0: Because he, <laughs> hey, he
1: swapped Shusui. He yeah, he lost Shusui. I'm just having a brain fart. It's fine. Uh, i but you know what I mean. D- Regardless, like I think yeah. I think now would have been the time for that when he has like a swordsmith right in front of him, and yeah. you know we need to finish figure out what's going on with him. All that could have been handled.
0: And this, okay, that's you're... not
1: even a necessity really, but I just think I thought it was kinda coming. Like we had the swordsmith. It was revealed that he was the swordsmith, Sukiyaki. Yeah, and yeah, people want to make He's making are known great makes... swords. Like can yeah. you make a new one <laughs> for Zora? Uh, like, yeah, a I was signature? gonna say a sword infused
0: with sea stone, maybe, so that it could actually help him counter against devil fruit users, maybe? I don't know.
1: But you know, like, not that he really needs it, yeah, as a hockey user, but yeah. Anything. Just you just know, I would just like yeah. a signature sword for Zora, like this like in the way that Uh, yoru is for mihawk yeah like that's his sword that's that's his sword (laughs) like enma is never it's never going to be zoro's sword it's always going to be odin's sword
0: that'd be really fucking trippy that's how i feel at least that'd be really trippy if that ends up being zoro's third sword it's mihawk's old sword if he beats him in combat and that's not during the final battle or some shit. that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen (laughs) he'd have to hold hold that one in his mouth for that yeah yeah (laughs) the
1: symmetry right and I or, understand he would not be symmetrical, but you get what I'm saying, right? he had two swords in his hand. You can't have your looking like at his right hand. Hear me out. Or, <laughs> and hear, me and out. Left.
0: or yeah. hear me out. Crackpot theory, right? Hear me out. Four-sword style. You have your sword in your mouth, two I mean, swords.
1: That's, that's low-key confirmed in like the, the fake futures that Oda drew. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Like, the good path for Zoro at 60, he's like, I finally mastered 4 swords stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually yeah, completely forgot so about that. That's kind of a thing.
0: Oh, because I was going to say, and then Mihawk's sword will be on his back, right, as the backup, as the intimidation factor. He'll still have his regular three-swords, but that four-sword will be on his back, ready to go, in case he needs to actually cut down a fleet in half with one swing or something. Um, But that's crackpot theory. Um,
1: And, and honestly, I see no reason why he can't do that with any of his swords
0: <laughs> yeah i know
1: but still that sword is really cool though <laughs> yeah you know that like, that's sword why shows, i really though. wanted a special design sword for zoro something that yep. you like you see that and you're like oh hell that's his yeah. sword yeah Big yeah because that's right sword, yeah because as of right now
0: zoro's doing the breath of the wild approach where he's just picking up and using swords right. wherever he finds and they're good and they're awesome they have good stats
1: but, it, he, but he's not crafting the ultimate weapon you
0: yeah know? or 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 the master sword, yeah. Or the ultimate weapon, yeah. It's not his ultimate, his own personal weapon, but yeah, I could, I could definitely see like, that. Um. So yeah, we mentioned Marco, Big Mom's crew. Uh, we mentioned Carrot earlier. Uh, we mentioned Zoro. Oh, um, a little thing that I was thinking maybe we would have gotten as well in post Wano is like a like one panel, right? Not even anything major, but like, did Chopper or Law ever want to look at the people in Ibisu? At all, like maybe, like, not right. to, not to not to cure them, but like, oh, maybe here's some oh, like yeah. some medication Honestly, yeah. to help
1: the smile thing. I, yeah, I, just I, really did think that there was gonna be at least in chopper to that. Yeah, yeah, at least chopper give him something to do,
0: <laughs> give us something more. Because no, they're clearly just, doesn't they're, want just to, they're still <laughs> fucked. God damn it, they're stuck like that. God damn it, Oda, give chopper something to do. God damn it. Stop waiting until the Vega and Punk reveal. Did that I happened.
1: mention the Rhizo thing last week or did I forget? Uh remind me. I don't oh no, cuz it was in I think it was in this chapter actually cuz we got to see Oh, last I was saving chapter, that. For, yeah, I'll save that. We got later, to see but, yeah. uh, Shinobu's uh, glow up. And yeah. I was waiting. I said, "Oh hell yeah, Rizo! When he shows back up, he's gonna look sick too. He's gonna nope. look like same yeah. old fucking Rizo. Yeah, Rizo's gonna recover. No he's, a, he's love.
0: gonna Yeah, he's gonna look like Jiraiya from Naruto and his
1: peak. I thought he was gonna, gonna look like Kakashi or some shit. You Kakashi, know? like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. well, like just awesome, like a cool ninja. Like maybe the same hair, probably a cool yeah. shades look. I th- nope. You're right, actually. I think Jiraiya was a good, a better example, but no." Still but just no, I was like, only because
0: I want to draw hot girls. That's why. Rizo he can still say the same. I'm just like, really, dude? No, no, no. Love I was Ryzo. a little
1: disappointed. I, I wonder. Rizo deserves a glow up, I think. He does. But now we're not going to see him again, probably. He until... <laughs> really did pop off in Wano. I must admit. He, he had like, he didn't have too many huge moments. But the few that he did, I think, stick for me. For Rizo yeah like when when he uh when he scrolled the Boro breath like that was one of the most surprising moments right of to me. sorry i keep thinking
0: about the whole oh, when he that he did for like 20 30 chapters i'm still yeah thinking that,
1: that, that was like so i like i said i like that i like the feat. we but saw he too did, much of it but <laughs> he
0: did put out the wall he did put out the flames that is but, true. Yeah, he did put he, out the flames
1: he, and then he put all the fires out as well yeah
0: so he he was ultimately his scrolls dead. are dope
1: that's a they really are. cool devil fruit
0: they are again just again presentation wise i just keep remembering the the it's hard to
1: take him seriously because he looks like a joke yeah he looks like a joke that's why i thought he was gonna get a glow up and the next time he showed up he was just gonna be immeasurably badass yeah he looks like Like in the
0: final war he looks like the main character of like a visual novel where he's just like holy shit this guy looks
1: like a supermodel now what the fuck and he's got ninja scrolls too and no yeah, like no. I, I expected him to show up to the final war like Naruto to save the Leaf yeah. Village against Pain. <laughs> Spoilers for Naruto. <laughs> it's been like fifteen years. Sorry, but you need to get over it.
0: <laughs> Everyone's reading Boruto now. It's fine. Everyone goes Naruto. You mean Boruto's dad? Yeah. Yeah, what you know lying? the
1: Leaf Village is okay. You're reading Boruto. You're fine. <laughs>
0: um. Oh, another thing that I wanted. What about uh, Tama? I know we saw a, a brief scene at the festival where she was eating quite a bit, but. Luffy didn't want to like show her to Sanji And then Sanji whip her up like the best food She's ever had in her life Yeah that would have been a truly emotional moment Yeah and it would have helped remind us that Sanji is a good Character and not a a huge perv that likes to Take advantage of invisibility (laughs) With his Power Rangers suit
1: I mean to be fair He said that's what he was going to (laughs) do When he got That's why he wanted the power I guess that is I don't know why everyone was acting like they were surprised When he did
0: it Well, I I wasn't surprised, but I was disappointed,
1: if that makes sense. Yeah, I was disappointed too, but I I, I was a little less disappointed because it was a co-ed bath. But that also made it a little weirder, in a way.
0: I'm just saying, when I'm thinking of my straw hat rankings, Sanji should be a lot higher. But every single time he brings me back in, he pushes me back out. (laughs) With reminders (laughs) that he's still the same shitty Sanji at the same time. Yeah, I just just
1: don't think it's funny.
0: It's not. It's not It's
1: kinda honestly bringing it back to present, I I'm kinda feeling the same way currently about Yamato, because that's a character. Because I, feel I don't that. think being Odin is funny. And now that it's, oh, it's, not, it's funny. not an arc, it's it's just a joke, I'm starting to like Yamato less. Yeah, you know it's not I mean? funny,
0: don't get me wrong, it's not funny. Yeah, but so I... if
1: it's not addressed, which it hasn't been, then I'm like I that lowers Yamato a lot for me.
0: Yeah. Hence my this... identity, hopeful plot line, but I guess we're not getting that, so I guess now he's just honorary straw hat, I guess. Yay. With my wet, pathetic clap. I don't know if my mic will pick it up or not. <laughs> I'm just like, yay. I'm going to
1: say like a, a scouted straw hat <laughs> for Yamato. Yeah, you but know? again,
0: he's going to be waiting, I guess. Oh, gosh, just every chapter he's not on the ship is less development time. Because again, that could be. You know, bottom of the list, draw hat, right? Because I know, uh, reading on the opinions, too, it definitely seems like would, Yamato Would you would be split. mad
1: or happy if in the next chapter, like, he just shows, like, a huge dust cloud of Yamato running all the way around?
0: Like Oda just did a complete fucking Yeah, like, troll runs move.
1: all the way around yeah, Wano, and then just, like, onto the water, chasing after the ship. That would be steps. pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that I would mean, make I, you mad if he, like, faked you out twice. It, it
0: would make me mad because you made me feel so much uh, not you Oda made me feel so much stress and like anxiety <laughs> cuz I'm holding this L like listen I'm out in the open right I'm doused in the oil I'm covered in chicken feathers and tar but I'm here I made the L I made the prediction cuz I was said I think my words were without a doubt 100% Yamato will <laughs> join the crew yeah. and and listen I have like 28 canisters of copium behind me Maybe Yamato will still join (laughs) good shit back here. But the problem remains, though, we are getting to the end of one piece. And now each chapter now is less time for development because, hey, Yamato does need development. Aesthetically, he's awesome. He's hitting all the right notes for me. And I can see the potential there for good storytelling. But now he's not on the ship, which means less time, which also means Yamato's probably not going to get that development. Now he's just going to be that cool side character. Which I didn't want him to be. I, I wanted him to be a straw hat. <laughs> it's, so, sorry, an official straw hat, not an honorary one. So, I don't know. I'm still bitter about... Ugh, I, keep saying, I keep saying that over and over <laughs> again. As long as people are clear about it. um, I think there was one other... Oh, I wanted to bring up a theory that I actually didn't pick up on. But since we're talking about these possible loose ends. There was a theory that apparently that Tama was supposed to be a Kurosumi.
1: Did you hear about that? Oh, before? I really liked that theory.
0: They had the same hair color, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, and it, there was just, you know, the main theory was revolving around thematics of Wano. Yeah, you and are like, not. The sins of the fathers are not the sins of the children. So you have Otama who befriends Momonosuke, right? Yeah. It's and a. Uh,
0: we see Yamato Akosuki. who's not.
1: Yeah, we see Yamato you know? who's
0: not Kaido. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, they, they presumably, I I think the end thread, they'd probably grow up and get married is the idea, right? And therefore, you know, everyone's happy. Yay, Kurozumi uh, shouldn't have been hunted down. That was wrong. Rather yeah. than instead ending like, yeah, burn. Yeah, instead, Kurozumi was born to burn. Right? <laughs> so yeah, I did personally really like that theory. Did not pan out, apparently. Yeah. Like, it's not a... Oh, it, yeah, it wasn't like I'll a take some that. copium. It wasn't this <laughs> I got 48 <laughs> canisters, dude. Which one do you copium? want? <laughs>
0: yeah, give me, the, give me
1: the best shit you got, bro. Yeah, the best shit I got. I'll get you this one right
0: here. <laughs> yeah, so just hopefully... Right, maybe right she's a Kurozumi.
1: <laughs> for, for
0: that theory, yeah. I don't
1: know. I just want... Well, yeah, I, I guess want... that can't really happen, because now it's pedophilia, isn't it? For a moment. No, yeah, because
0: yeah, he's 28 now. Well, I guess that can't that shit can't happen.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's just... Well, I, I, I would actually say it's technically not, but it's really weird still. So yeah, no I would God. I
0: would say it's
1: definitely not
0: morally acceptable at all <laughs> right now. So I'm just like, don't do it. Right, because I, I think about technicalities. Yeah, because the it. other
1: way, um, I'm not getting into this. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all the topics we had to discuss for 10:57. Let me double
0: check. Oh, for 10:57. Uh, let me double check. Uh, oh, so those were character wise, right? We mentioned the sword oh oh so updated bounties we didn't get that yet haven't that might be next arc yet. though that might be next arc though right that's easy just yeah. on the ship right so we we got luffy's but we haven't gotten any other crew members yet um we didn't really get a lot of closure with the wano characters we mentioned tama uh toko as well although i really didn't mind if she didn't get closure but that kind of connects yeah. with the ibisu village um we didn't get we did not get closure at all with yoda I forget his actual name. Sorry. The, uh...
1: Yeah. Oh, man. He'll grow.
0: He grew. He was so essential with Luffy breaking out of prison and getting the growth spurt he needed to fight Kaido before eventually we got Joy Boy, right? No closure at all with Luffy just getting, like, you know, see you later, Gramps. Thank you for the help kind of thing. Just bye. Not even a bye. Just, or right. sorry, off screen <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. Thanks for the awesome power-up yeah, tip.
1: He doesn't go, like, even just a fist bump, like, hey, that thing you taught me, I did it, you know, really worked out. Nothing. Yoda,
0: yeah, he just doesn't go, hey, can you just carry me one more time? Just give me a on Wano. Just one more time before you right. head out. And <laughs> trains him, like, one more day. And, like, again, Wano does, again, end of Wano just seems incredibly rushed. That, that could definitely be something you could fit into the five chapters that you're missing. Um, my big, oh, not my biggest one complaint. But my second biggest complaint was, we mentioned it in the pre-recording, Jinbei not really getting his official send-off, and your are se- Oh, sorry, th- not send-off, welcome to the Straw Hats, because they teased at the beginning of Act 3 that, oh, we're going to drink, we're going to celebrate you coming in, and then he said, we should wait until after the raid. And then you said, well, we had the festival.
1: Yeah, we had technically the festival. he had like a week-long celebration.
0: And then I mentioned, no, that fucker was waiting three hours by himself with the chef because he was an honorary nice dude. All the other straw hats did their own thing. That's not celebrating Jimbei joining the crew. <laughs> but that's also just one day. Um, but again, everything was off screen and rushed. So hopefully when we get the crew together on the ship, we'll get yeah, and, more into uh, that. That's
1: not to say we might not still get a toast. Yeah, that could be next
0: chapter, right? But still, it's disappointing that wasn't in Wano. Um my biggest one though, uh, besides the Yamato thing obviously, is hardly any Straha interaction. There was a hundred, we had all this action that just happened, and no, like, just closure, hardly any butting heads. Like, I think Zoro and Sanji butted heads, like, one time they went to the bathhouses, but that's the normal thing. Yeah,
1: that's why I feel like we really needed that, uh, like, the Straw Hat regroup, like, we got post uh, Annie's Lobby. You know, really seeing them talk it out, like, what's going on, what their moves are going to be, you know?
0: the falling action, the resting period, the again, the five missing chapters. Of what could have been the end of the volume, or again, just whatever missing because you have your beginning and end, but not your middle. So the lack of Straha interactions definitely was kind of a sore spot for me as well for just feeling making Wano feel rushed at the end, despite the fact that Wano felt very bloated beforehand, and then also it was very rushed. Um, I guess since we're done I with mean, hindsight of twenty twenty,
1: but yeah, exactly. I know, I know some time that could have been cut. To,
0: yeah, to, so to wrap yeah. it up
1: more efficiently.
0: Yeah, so that's what I wanted to bring up, too, is I wanted to ask a question because someone brought this up as well, because I was reading, you know, comments on social media and Reddit and all that. How does the planning period work with writing the script for your Shonen series? Do you have, like, a couple weeks in advance to write ahead of time? And then, obviously, you draw the week of? Or? I think, in general, no. No? Okay, because there was a theory that Oda planned his vacation. Right, his month-long vacation, and he wanted to wrap up Wano before going on vacation so he can focus completely on the final saga as he's resting. Um, but then as the time period came closer closer to his vacation, he was like, oh shit, I've been too much. I gotta wrap this up because I ain't going back to Wano. I want to move on too. That's I'm burnt out. That's kind of
1: what I, I hope is happening. Because yeah, I know we've seen pictures from years ago. That had, like, several arcs, including Wano, like, huge stacks of paper of outlines and ideas and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think he did just have, or I'm assuming he has that for the next several arcs as well, maybe up to the end of One Piece, most likely. So and I think he's he's kind of got a general chapter account that he wants. So he's like, okay, I'm just I gotta wrap Wano up so I can get to this stuff. Yeah,
0: I want to get to yeah, so I can get to the next stuff. And also, I want to get on my vacation. I don't want to come back from my vacation and still work on Wano. And but that's like that's like fourth wall theory crafting to try and excuse why. The 1057 and the end of Wano just felt so
1: rushed. Let me just take another huff of... Yeah, yeah. copium. I (laughs) got the second tank right here for you, buddy. Right here. (laughs) I'm on my 10th case for me, personally. Yeah, obviously that's my hope.
0: Yeah, because... Fingers crossed. Yeah, because ultimately this end did did not do the arc justice because I said that Wano could be an S-tier arc if it nails the landing. It did not nail the landing for me at all. Not just because it didn't do it, did the Yamato 180, but because of all the other stuff too that we mentioned. A lot of stuff felt sidelined or not addressed whatsoever, or just glossed over with not as much significance. That a lot of that could be answered with flashbacks, with future arcs. But I don't like the story relying heavily on flashbacks. Like, hey, what the hell did Yamato and Luffy talk about that made Yamato change his mind, right? To stop being so aggressive with inviting himself on the ship, and then suddenly go, "No, I'm gonna stay." So, that could be fixed, but I'm not a fan of relying on flashbacks for that. Like, that seems, like, important to keep it in the now. Yeah. Um, But because of that, I think it's still, like, a, a solid or low A-tier arc. I think that's where we put it, right? We put A-tier um, on our tier list episode. Yeah. So, but if people still love Wano for their favorite, I'm not going to argue against you, because, yeah, Wano had some of the highest highs in all of One Piece. I'm not arguing against that whatsoever. But, one hundred fifty chapters. You are gonna have loose ends. You are gonna have some bad stuff, and unfortunately, some of the bad stuff for me is quite distracting. To the point where I am like, I just hope the future arcs can repair this, can explain this, because yeah, I am a, I am a bitter motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I guess we're both this time gonna have to Raffo. Raffo, indeed. So, but with that being said, at the end of an arc, you know what that means. Let's get that straw hat ranking. Thank God
0: we can finally been do this so again. It's been so long. It's been so long. Are we including honorary members in this list or no? Uh,
1: look, probably, Maybe not probably, this time. I think we could time. take an episode to discuss the ups of, you know, of them.
0: Of the, yeah, of the honorary members of like potential. Because we said um, we want
1: to talk about favorite side characters. I think there's a, a, a segment in there just for the, the straw hat honorary. That is right. true.
0: And that we can throw in the Grand Fleet as well. So oh, yeah. I guess, so I think compared to my last list, I think which was back at Whole Cake Island, um, it's not too different, with the exception of like two changes, both of which are actually pretty major. But you'll see. For me, uh, I actually noticed you haven't really done.
1: I was gonna say I never did it because it's hard for me to. It was hard, I would say, to separate like, oh yeah, yeah. at this point, my favorite was because I've mm. I've always been caught up. But as far as now this podcast has been on. Now, but I'm now.
0: Yeah, so do you want me to go first? Because that's usually the thing, and then we'll be you we'll have you for right after. Because it's like, oh, you're the yeah. new one. <laughs> All right. So, unfortunately, at the bottom of the list is still Chopper. I love Chopper. This is again. This is we're comparing ice cream flavors. I don't hate Chopper. Okay, I love Chopper, but Oda man, he's sidelining Chopper. I can't put him higher than last on the list, man. It sucks. <sighs> Come on, man. Um, so Chopper's on the last. Uh, above him is Sanji. Like I said earlier, if Oda pulled back on those horrible qualities of Sanji, or at least addressed him so that he can eventually develop and grow past them, Sanji should be a lot higher on this list for me. But unfortunately, he's still using it as a gag. It's not funny. Um, so he's just right above Chopper for me. Uh, yeah. Next on the list is Jimbei, the official member now. Finally joined the crew. He's right there. He's a brand new member. He's got a cool backstory. He still needs some character interaction with the straw hats right but i do like the little that he has already because he's he's very friendly he already seems like he gets along with everyone i
1: I think he's kind of already or oda is already establishing kind of where jinbei fits in he is a lot chiller than almost everyone yeah minus probably robin right robin's just super chill. yeah but he's a little more mature he's comfortable kind of doing his own thing as you'd expect from like an older dude probably and that's completely fine. Uh, he's like that, the he's like the single uncle like of the family, yeah. <laughs> it feels, you know not the not the crazy, but the, like uncle. the cool uncle. Yeah, yeah the, he's the he's not the the crazy uncle, and not like the uncle theories. that you thought was cool as a kid, but was actually like <laughs> was it like no. he's actually a really cool, like great uncle that shows up yeah. for all the birthdays and you know brings exactly gifts. He's the uncle that was cool even when you're a
0: kid, and then when you grow older, you realize oh he was actually doing quite a lot too. Holy shit, this guy was actually the real deal. Yeah, that's yeah. that's safe. But that's also why he's low on my list, is that he's safe. Because Fishman Island had all that controversy, you know, all the the shit the social. He's
1: low on mine as well, but just because I don't... We haven't gotten enough of him. Even though I really love what we do have of him.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for a story with him as more of a focus, because the backstory we got with Jinbei was more like association with Fisher Tiger and Fishman Island, which is his character, basically, right? It's association with that horrible part of the One Piece lore. But at the same time of how, look how he is and how he's matured and how he's able to grow from it and learn from it, right? How he learned not to be Arlong, basically. And that's really cool and chill. But because that was a past thing and not a current thing, it makes it more like a post-peak. But either way... Yeah, because we meet him already past all
1: of all of it.
0: Not to mention he got one of the weakest fights in Wano, which is unfortunate. So that also puts him a little low. Yeah, I hope, well. I
1: hope he gets a little bit of... I hope that fight gets a little bit of flash in the anime.
0: Oh yeah. Um I s yeah, I still see potential for him being a cool fight, uh a cool battle choreographer in the future because he has a very defensive grappler type of style, but from what we got so far it didn't seem that engaging. Uh next on the list for me is Brooke. Brooke has always been bad bitch Brooke for me since the movie, um, for those listening to the movie episodes. Uh still solid, still great. One of the most tragic backstories of all the One Piece characters. He's still on the lower half, though, because he still has the pervy jokes, too. It's just not nearly as frequent as Sanji.
1: And honestly, I know this is hypocritical, but I think Brooks are funnier. I think the panty jokes are are funnier than the perverted jokes. It feels
0: funnier for me because you can clearly tell it's coming from a 90-year-old, 80-year-old man. Yeah,
1: he's literally, like, insane. Right, we discussed it, but he's gone crazy and yeah. kind of come back from it. He's your eccentric grandpa that he yeah. says that stuff, and you're like, ugh, grandpa. And at the
0: same time, so he's As not, a
1: joke, I think it's really funny.
0: And at the same time, he's not going full Roshi, right? He's not going full on, like, yeah, exactly. he's, he's not, like, is peeking
1: it. under and crap, right? Yeah,
0: he's literally, like, he's literally peeking into people. It's like, no. Well, actually, no, Brooke did do that once. He peeked at Nami at Whole Cake Island. He did do that once. That's true. Um, that is, I mean, yeah. like, flipping <laughs>
1: skirts and crap, though.
0: Yeah, exactly. Roshi is like the full blown on, like which, oh, Which you're is not the excuse
1: the pee-pee. <laughs> it, it does
0: not. Uh I think for most people, the next person on the list should be lower, but for me personally, again, it's aesthetics. It's Frankie. It's Cyborg. <laughs> Cyborg with the mech. He honestly, as a character, he hasn't really shined too much since uh Eni's lobby, to be honest. Because he's just always been the cool guy, right? With all the action, and all the gadgets. And that's cool and fine. I think
1: he solidified his character more and more for me.
0: Yeah. That's he's doing his job perfectly well. He's the engineer. He brings all the tools. He's the cool fighter, like I said. But as like in like dynamic character and growth, uh it's on the it's on the smaller end, right? That's why I think I think for most people, Frank would be lower for a lot of people. But for me, he's like right in the middle where, you know, again, he checks all my check marks.
1: I personally say he's pretty high for me, higher than most people have. Okay,
0: I, I would have assumed he would have been lower for some people who didn't like robots and Max. It's actually about the same
1: as where you have him, I think. Okay, pretty cool. Uh,
0: <laughs> so the first big change I would say for my list is normally Zoro would be on the lower half, but now he's up here in the top five. Zoro oh, is, because wow. yeah, he's got some interesting shit going on. I'm very intrigued with the whole you know interaction with death <laughs> and being the king of hell. We get a little, and the, the fact that Oda teased maybe we might get some expansion with Zoro's backstory that mm-hmm. also kicked him up for me on the list. However, that can easily send him back to the bottom, or not the bottom, but like the you know the bottom half, if um, Oda decides not to. Because I'm pretty sure in my in the past I always put Zoro like beneath Frankie, where in terms of like uh, where I liked him on the straw height lists. And in this case, I put him higher because yeah, he had some good shit in Wano, and potential future. Nice, um,
1: our boy coming up.
0: Yeah, so and four and three, uh essentially it's still the same. I got Robin number four, same greatness as before, best one of the best her basically her character glow up was part of the be- the peak of One Piece, right? Eni's lobby. Um and she also had a unique, different power up too. And her she shared a moment with Sanji, right, where it's like, you know, Sanji asking for help and then Robin immediately coming to rescue. Um, the assistance with Brooke, that fight was pretty interesting still a mystery about the whole devil form thing, but she also knows fish form karate. That's cool. Yeah, um, pretty cool. And also just her continued interest with the Poneglyphs and just sharing that interest with me as well, of like being the one of the big mysteries of One Piece that I want the answer to as well, puts her at the top as well. Also, again, her sense of humor is always just so dry, but always hits at the right time where she always just goes like, Admiring how cute something is or how silly something is when like there's like some crazy reactions going on all around her. <laughs> like when Yamato, the first time when he was saying, I'm going to join your crew, you had everyone on the crew going like, are you fucking serious? And then you had Brooke and Sanji, you know, simping over, right? And then she's just going, how amusing. <laughs> and it's always like a heart in the yeah. bubble. She's always like the calm, dry one of the group at the same time. like Kind of like Jinbei. Jinbei is the cool uncle. Robin's the cool aunt. Um and then Usopp's number 3, Love me some Soga King. I do you think we'll see Soga King in the future?
1: I, mean, I miss Soga King a little bit. Dude, uh, I don't <laughs> know. We it was weird see- or it is weird that he Soga King reappeared one arc later like he was going to be a thing and, and then, then just never again.
0: And then never again. Um like even in Dressrosa when we got God Usopp, um he never donned the mask ever again. I'm just like, "Eh, come on, that's always fun." Um also, I would have
1: kn- been if Stoga King could have gotten credit for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also knew that Usopp was still high on my list because in, in my efforts to deep dive to like get information about like what people's thoughts were to help formulate my thoughts as well to try and you know try and not get like an extreme approach, I saw one comment that really threw me off, which was they they said Usopp was a waste of air, and I'm just like, whoa.
1: Bruh. hold on
0: <laughs> disrespect Like i am just rolled up my sleeves i'm like them's fighting words motherfucker <laughs> so i knew at that point like okay no Usopp's really high on my list still um the big change though that you probably saw was the swap between number one and number two yes for the longest time i had nami at my number one straw hat she's still in my top three but now she's number two i have to be clear Wano was just not her best arc. She had one great moment, absolutely. But it was outshined by a lot of other great moments in the arc. Um, and she's still number two. But for the longest time, she's been number one. I think the honeymoon phase is slowly, finally dying away. Or of like, oh, she can do no wrong. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, it's like, all right, you're number two now because I, I need something more. Just a couple of power-ups with Zeus. It's, it's not enough for me. That's like in battle power-up stuff. I need some character reinforcement every now and then. I think the last time we got that was Punk Hazard, and we're not a fan of that arc. <laughs> so, yeah, Nami's number two, and obviously number one, Captain Luffy.
1: It really is a shame that like the one of her stronger arcs ca- as a character was in Punk Hazard. Right. When yeah. she really established that like, she was going to stand her ground and kind of do what Bellamere did and protect these kids, which I really liked. But God damn it, why did it happen to happen in Punk Hazard? <laughs> it, it had to be in Punk Hazard. It, it couldn't have been in Whole Cake
0: Island. It, it I we don't even been. think we
1: really gave her credit in our Punk Hazard episode.
0: Not really. Because, because we
1: really were like so, it really dragged us down, I think, just the vibe of Punk Hazard. I mean, kind of like this episode where 1057 works, trying to pull me
0: down. I'm trying to talk about the pause as a wano, but I can't help you distracted. Like, Man, that felt so rushed. But yeah, that's overall how it works with recording, right? Where you just We've got like three old,
1: episodes talking about the positives of Wano. But yeah, and like then five episodes, and then this
0: one chapter. I'm singing Whitney Houston before recording. I'm going, and I will always love you, man. <laughs> I'm going my own ways. <laughs> just one chapter just flips the mood, man. But yeah, and then oh, but the best satisfaction battle wise was Whole Cake Island when yeah she's helping Luffy fight as a support role, and I think that's yeah. her best spot. And then Wano, she doesn't really do that. They try to have her as an active fighting force and support, because sometimes it's her and Usopp, but then they're getting rocked. Then Big Mom shows up, then she's support. And then it's like, oh, I'm actually a fighter. But then she gets two-shotted or one-shotted by Ulti. And then Zeus comes in with the power-up, and then she one-shots. It's a little disorganized with how Oda's handling her fight sequences. And also, not going far enough, and the battle sense-wise, I mentioned last episode, where it's like, you have all these other weather elements you could use. You don't have just wind and lightning. You have all this other yeah. shit, too. Take advantage of that. Um, so, keep her in a support role for the battle moments. Reinforce her character in the in the calm moments. Hopefully, we'll get a calmer arc next time. So, hopefully, we'll get reinforcement of that. Um, and then, Luffy is number one. Because, obviously, this was a huge arc for Luffy. Every arc is a huge arc for Luffy. But this arc was definitely no different. Not just because of the main power-up, but, again, just seeing him rise to the occasion as an actual leader during a big, large-scale battle to show that if we ever get a Marine force 2.0, Luffy can take on the role, right? At least as a yeah. fighter. Maybe not
1: as a leader, exactly. He wasn't exactly giving commands. In fact, he was kind of fucking up the plans. <laughs> I am getting pretty hyped, because... In- like, just the parallel between Wano in general, where Luffy's, like, our main player, was really cool. But I can't yeah. wait until we get the big Marine for it, and Luffy is the white beard that strolls onto the battlefield. Yeah, that's you know? what I'm thinking,
0: too. Yep. Luffy is the white beard. But what I'm worried is that if we do, that it'll get bloated like Wano. Because Wano, um, I will not take credit for this. I, this is actually what the YouTuber, totally not Mark, mentioned that I will give him credit for for this. Is because in Wano because Luffy is the proactive uh, focus, right, of the narrative, that, therefore, we have to focus on all the other Straw Hats fighting too, whereas in Marineford, you had no other Straw Hats there. So you can focus entirely on Luffy snaking through all the fights, right? little cameo by Mihawk here, little cameo by Gekko Moria here, but that's what kept Marineford so fast-paced, but never dropping a beat at the same time. Wano struggled because there were so much characters we had to focus on, so that's my concern with if we get a Marine 4 2.0 is we'll get a repeat of the bloatedness that was 1.0. So hopefully Oda has an idea, which it will be difficult. But I was thinking about this too, where maybe instead of all like 10 one-on-ones happening, how about you have like three three-on-threes? Make it like Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> you have everyone tag-teaming each other yeah. so that you have three or four central fights rather than 10 or 11 plus your other side characters that you want to focus on. That way you can keep your runtime down. Because if you want to finish this thing in three years and not feel rushed, then you need to find ways to focus, uh, get your uh, fights shorter in some sense. So, I don't know. I was thinking something about that. So, enough about me and my favorite. Justin, what are your favorite? What are your straw hat rankings?
1: So, I'll do it quick because I, I, you can hear all my reasoning throughout this whole podcast. So, generally, I think everyone listening kind of knows who I like. And I think mm-hmm. you have a pretty good idea. I think so. I think you all know who my number 10 is. Unfortunately, it's Chopper. <sighs> and I think you know why. I was just talking <laughs> yeah. about it recently. You can check out mm-hmm. our, our Act 3 episodes. If you haven't, like the last two episodes probably. I Even a his
0: movies aren't that good. Even,
1: his <laughs> movies. Even in his own movies, he doesn't get the spotlight. <laughs>
0: at, <laughs> least, at least at uh, least, Drum Island remake set, did a good job. At least that did a pretty good job. But that was a remake.
1: A <laughs> retelling. Uh, all right let's yeah see. okay and then after that is brook who i, I right. really like everyone you know we said it before i love all the hats. brooks is my next down wow, i think his Brooke jokes that are way funnier man, you than must sanji. really hate him wow geez <laughs> 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 i think his, his jokes are a lot funnier than sanji even though i i still like sanji more clearly old man humor With...
0: what old man humor Sorry.
1: Yeah, it works with his character, I think, is why his humor hits better for me. But mm-hmm. still, one level up from him is where I have Sanji, because as got much it. as I love him, he's bogged down by the purview jokes.
0: Just need to get that development in there, man.
1: Yeah, and he's, he's got a big chance to come back around, as we discussed also. Mm-hmm. So then at six is our newcomer. That's where I got Jinbei. I think maybe high, maybe low. I don't know. I think lower half the but higher on than me. Jinbei is pretty split. Mm-hmm. But I, I really liked Jinbei, and I could, I do, like, I really liked him in Marineford, in that oh, saga, absolutely. and post-Marineford, like, his speech with Luffy and all this characterization in Fishman Island. He's just, he's been consistently strong and likable.
0: Yeah, he's never been terrible, he's never been bad, he's never been amazingly awesome, but he's always been great. He's been consistent.
1: Yeah. And Jinbei. then, his next is Robin at 5, I think, or 6? Okay. Six, yeah, is Robin. Really, Robin uh, lower than Frankie? Wait, we had ten or no, we're at ten. So that
0: you haven't said Frankie yet. No, yeah, I haven't. Robin
1: is lower than Frankie for me. Okay, I love. Robin. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> and obviously, Endy's lobby is peak. But yeah. I think what Robin is, she's also kind of been forgotten character development wise. I can And see that. I, I appreciate that we get to just see her having a good time now after her very shitty life. But mm-hmm. I think the transition, I, or I would have liked to see maybe a transition period, right? Rather than just kind of seeming to happen immediately. Yeah, because personality wise, she does seem
0: somewhat the same since she first joined the crew. But she's just using people's names and she's more friendly. But the same tone is still there. And I'm fine with that personally, but I can see that.
1: I can see that. Yeah, that's just where I'm at. And mm-hmm. number five for me is Frankie. That's my boy. I yeah. think, like I said it before, I like him more almost every arc that he's in. Mm-hmm. He gets a little stronger for me. He's always kind entertaining. Kind of peaking in Dressrosa. He's always entertaining. You can't deny that. <laughs> Especially in Dressrosa. And, you know, giant giant mecha <laughs> robot. So Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mecha's suplexing Triceratops will never get old for me.
1: Never. And then also, my top four It's like the most stereotypical four, right? <laughs> the first four. <laughs> yep. Yeah, four is Nami for me. Okay. Which, yeah, I had her around like my top usually as I went through the series. She kind of ups and downs for the same yeah. reasons that you said. I I mm-hmm. would like to see her come back around as well. Absolutely. And then three is Usopp. He's been, he's had such a new world ride for me. Mm-hmm. He He didn't have the best Wano, but he did have a good Wano. Better than a lot of the other Straw Hats, that's for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Again, it's a fun role, but and he's, he's got hilarious. a he's got a more big moments coming, like big ones. I'm pretty sure. I yeah, feel. not again. Just his humor just always hits. When, wait, 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 yeah. I
0: can't talk right now. His humor always hits. Even in the middle of the action, like, one of the funniest moments is during Nami's glow-up, right? Or, like, reinforcement, right? Where Nami, uh, Luffy, will be the king of pirates. And then up goes, yeah. you couldn't lie just one time! <laughs> it couldn't <laughs> have been right now! And you fucked it up! <laughs> uh, but, yeah, his humor always hits, like, and completely on the, on the bullseye every time when he, he has his moments. Yeah, 100%. And can I guess you're two-in-one? I think it's simple enough. Oh, is it? Mm, I, I think you're, you're going to guess it backwards. I'm going to say two Zoro, one Luffy.
1: Okay, now you got it. Yeah, exactly. Yes! I, man, you, can, you just can't top Luffy. You know, he's the he's the perfect protagonist for this series. Mm-hmm. You, and But I love me some Zoro. And yeah. as everyone here knows, Zoro's my dude. I love how him and Luffy complement each other. They're one of my favorite just duos in fiction that I've ever read.
0: Still waiting for that mod in Elden Ring to put a three-sword-style weapon in the game. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> I feel like
1: that that's probably a thing.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I know that's off-topic. I know, but we're talking about Zoro. I just remember that uh, that video that came out yesterday um, on social media where someone modded Elden Ring to replace three main bosses with uh, three emperors. Uh, Whitebeard, so Kaido, and Shanks <laughs> as uh, Radon, uh, Melania, and... Uh, Godfrey <laughs> yeah, just, like, <laughs> that was linked in our discord if you <laughs> need was, to see it that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's what that brought to my attention but yeah so hopefully we'll get more um, hat interactions in the future um, I will say despite my bitterness with how rushed the ending felt this is actually a great way to close off the episode besides our usual trade-offs is seeing those curtains close even though for me it's only been a couple months right but seeing those curtains close and see Act 3, the end, it definitely felt like this was, a, it felt euphoric. It felt like this was no, a dude. long time. <laughs> you
1: have no idea. <laughs>
0: in the wait. Not to mention on a personal, for us as podcasters, for OP as OP, we were one chapter off from yeah. catching up at the precise moment. And we could have been Five-head, big-brained planners, prophecy, prophecies going, yeah, we totally knew it was going to end at 10.57. Yeah, uh-huh, totally. That's why we planned it and took those inconvenient breaks in between so that by the time we wrap it up, it'll be at the end of Act 3, right on the note, no delayed weeks. We are off by one fucking week, and i a little pissed. But, um, a little pissed. But that's a personal note. But, um, another big thing that did happen that you could say would be The strength of confidence is, since the time skip, back at Fishman Island, Luffy was going off on a huge, like, tyrant raid, like, against uh, Big Mom, right? Where he's, like, on the snail phone going, are you putting the people through this? Hey, Fishman Island's under my control. You come here, you mess with me. And everyone's like, Luffy, what the fuck are you doing, right? And that was an introduction to Big Mom. But that was also the first time the Straw Hats made a claim to a territory as under their protection. This time at Wano, which was definitely the highlight for Ten Fifty Seven, right? The positive highlight was during the emotional goodbye. Not as not as peak emotional as Arabasa, but I'm nitpicking here. Um, with Momonosuke and Kinemon, Luffy leaves behind a Jolly Roger for the Straw Hat logo. Right? You are officially under my control and territory. You guys are in trouble. You let us know. Right? You you wave this flag if anyone messes with you. They mess with us. And then you see that panel, which unfortunately was a little small. I would have liked it to be like a double panel spread. Mm -hmm. But Luffy goes, you mess with, if anyone messes with you, you mess with us. And it shows Luffy and all the straw hats peeking out from the Thousand Sunny behind him. And I was really wanting it to be double spread. But that panel was still a great thing. I'm like, yeah, look at the change from Fishman Island, where Luffy makes this claim and everyone thinks he's crazy, to now. It's like, no.
1: Yeah, they're standing behind him like, yeah, got you.
0: Yeah. Joy Boy, the Straw Hats, we are here, we are the Emperor, I'm one of the Emperors of the Sea, you mess with you, they mess with me. So, and that felt like an actual growth in strength, which usually I'm not too attentive on, but that one I'm like, okay, I I can't ignore that. That was a huge leap since Fishman Island, so that was a great way to close it off. And also the, like I said, the curtain's closing and all the scabbards and the Romanoski seeing him off. Also, I did appreciate that Momonosuke was also just like that cretin that foul beast. He didn't say goodbye, and then he's like pinning Luffy to the ground. You motherfucker! How dare you leave?
1: Because I can't live without you, man. Please don't fucking go. Yeah, that was oh that God,
0: was also too. that was also great. Like, right, Momonosuke is still the eight year old mentally, so that was a great little touch. But so, Wano has officially concluded. I'm a little worried, but at the same time, the best we can do is just wait for next week and. Rapho and see where it takes us hopefully with this point if the theory is right that Oda finished one then took vacation right at this point this should be definitely post vacation writing so hopefully it's all refreshed it's all good yeah. and maybe we'll get some answers to some of our concerns especially what the hell did Yamato and Luffy talk about that made Yamato change his mind but for me and all, also the other what's the term Yama bro? the people who yeah. really wanted Yamato to join is that the term yeah I think so. um, so for all of us, right? Hell, maybe carrot will be stowed away, and maybe Oda will convince me that this is actually a really good idea. Because again, after her getting sidelined so hard, I would think that it wouldn't happen. But again, just convince me through the writing, through what I read, and I will. I can easily be convinced and change my mind. I'm not stubborn enough to go. How dare you do not you not do my Final Fantasy VII but Yamato storyline? How dare you? No, you can convince me otherwise. So yeah, that whatever's next
1: hopefully marco's there <laughs> that's <look laughs> what <me too. laughs> so people wanted to talk to you about one piece <laughs> anything one piece except for film red where could they find you
0: if you want to talk to me about anything except for film red you want to hope you want to like huff that some of that copium because i got 48 cancers back here uh you can find me at jacob Miranda on twitter that is j-a-c-o-b-m-e-r-e-n-d-a all lowercase all one word where can they
1: find you justin you can find me also on Twitter at Jitsu, J-I-T-S-Z-U, or you can catch me on our Discord at pretty much any time with the link in the description, and that is free. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted a special role on there and uh access to all of our extended episodes, you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash op is op. That link is also in the description. And as well as catch the hangouts that we do when we get the chance to do them. And support us and just really help us out.
0: And as of next week, well, actually, next week for us, for you guys, it should be about two days, maybe, if you're listening to it on Wednesday. Uh, we do plan on having our second public Discord hangout with our OP's OP Discorders. We don't know exactly what we're going to do exactly. We could be playing Tabletop, we could be playing Smash, Elden Ring, who knows. But we, we do plan on having a hangout sometime Friday evening, which should be August 26th, around... 7, 8 Pacific Standard Time? What what do you think? Yeah. That's about right? About 8, maybe? That's around
1: when we get and around 7 p.m. PST is what we're probably shooting for.
0: Yeah, so we'll definitely be playing that next Hangout. Can't wait to interact with you guys again. I know it's been far too long since the last one, but we have been busy. But now that, hey, we don't have to catch up on 80 chapters of One Piece for a week episode again, and we have a lot more time now, in terms of OP is OP content, yeah, we can fit in more Hangouts more and more. So, we'll definitely take care of that.
1: Anything else we're forgetting? No, I don't believe so. So, everyone, thank y'all for tuning in. Every week, we really appreciate it. We'll see you on our next episode. Which, actually, I, uh, we don't know what the topic is yet.
0: Nope. That'll be a complete mystery. Complete just like surprise. how just just like how 1058, we have no idea where it'll be going. Next episode of OP is OP, you have no idea. We have no idea what the topic will be. It's all a mystery. Well, we'll see you then. Bye-bye.